welcome to Sales Explosion with your host, Jenny Cartwright. Don't get hung up. Telesales work. This is SME Radio, powered by Eagle Waves Radio and broadcasting from Vivo Cafe, Sydney. Welcome to SME Radio. You're listening to Sales Explosion with Jenny Cartwright. Jenny Cartwright is one of our resident business experts. Her company is Sales and Telesales Solutions. And of course, if you'd like any more information on Jenny Cartwright, just jump onto her website, telesalestraining.com.au. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Angela. We're going to be talking about workshops today, and we're going to be talking about public workshops. And workshops is um, one of the new hot buzzwords that people are trying to put together and show their expertise and present their own skills in those areas and convert sales um, because Sales Explosion is all about converting the sale and you are our resident expert giving us all the secrets and tips and tricks. But workshops, they're not that easy to pull off all the time though, are they? Well, I... They can be or they should be. If you know the methodology, you can always get a public workshop happening. So there's a methodology to a workshop? Like everything. Like a, so there's systems, processes, procedures? Yes, there um, is. And, and workshops aren't any different to growing a list or a database Would or it, converting? It's another tool? It's another tool and it's a, a great way to grow your business. Now, a lot of people think, oh, I can't do that. There's too, too much hard work. But It, it does sound like a lot of hard work. Yeah, but there's a reason why... You, you do public workshops, which you might not have considered, because it's not just getting people to a public workshop and they pay for their ticket and they're there and they're gone. You get other things from the workshop if you're doing it strategically. So, for example, if I were having 16 people on my workshop, my goal was to get 16 people on my workshop paying $670 each for a seat. Then... 16 times 670 is 10,720. And that's what a lot of people think that's all I get. However, from a public workshop, there are always, out of that 16, two people who, would, who always say to me, oh, we should have done this for our company, for all our sales team. And so they then ask me for a quote to do an in-house training. So out of a public workshop, I might get two days at $5,000 each um, for in-house training. So I add that to my profit. I then get product sales because I'm selling DVDs, CDs, books. What are the products that you're selling that you could add to that list? And then you might get coaching clients for people who want more than the one-day workshop and then they want to do more with you afterwards on a one-on-one basis. So this is all about building your personal brand yeah. and the brand of your business. It's about um, showcasing your skills mm-hmm. and um, providing that education to the people that are attending that, that first wave of the workshop That's and then right. being able to leverage and on-sell everything that spins off from that workshop, whether it's more workshops, product, or a database. Whichever way you look at it, the workshop should be a win-win. That's right. And it's like when you're promoting a public workshop, often when, when I'm doing telemarketing, for example, for my public workshop and, and I do the telemarketing and, myself. And that was going to be my next question. <laughs> I do it and I am very goal-orientated. I do it until I get my 16 people on the seminar. 
And then I, um, of course, there are costs. You've got seminar rooms, you've got um, travel, and you know, I go all over Australia. Um, but basically, you know, if I had 16 people at 670, that's $10,720. I'd have two in-house trainings afterwards at 10,000, product sales 500, coaching at 2,000. For one day, that's 23,220. Not bad, is it? It's not bad for a day's work, no. That's right up there with superstars <laughs> and rock stars, I'd say. Of course, I've got to put my, my costs in on that. But, um, it, and, and I don't do public workshops every day. I do them once every three, every three months. That's so, still a very consistent time frame, though. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So there's gold in doing workshops. And when I do my telemarketing for the workshop, it's interesting. I don't always get someone to say yes to coming to the workshop. But because I've actually invited them to the workshop, um, they say, or they start getting into a conversation with, oh, interesting topic though, what else do you do? So then um. we get talking about products or we get talking about um, in-house training instead of public workshops. So you end up selling more. So if you actually make contact by doing the telemarketing with the purpose of filling the seats on the workshop, you end up getting more because you, they may not want what you're actually offering, but they may do business with you in the future anyway. So you, you should get more if you're mm. having the right phone methodology there and the right process and procedures. And you've, you've, you're, you're, but you're, you're talking about cold calling to fill the seats. Yes. People are daunted by thinking about that. Why doesn't that daunt you? Because I'm there to help people get more of what they want. So I'm, help, I'm here there to help people sell more and achieve more. So, so you're, you're actually, again, the proof of evidence that the telesales works to convert mm -hmm. to get bums on seats. Absolutely. And you can, you know, you, I do make a call, a lot of calls where I don't reach anyone. But that's part of the game. It's frustrating. I try and get some value out of every call to make, to make it feel like I'm doing something. So I might, for example, um, get information from the receptionist at the office I'm ringing with up-to-date information for my database because I don't need to ask the decision maker that. And, and I might leave a voicemail message because that's what we call a touch. In business, we've got to have seven to 14 touches now before anyone does business with you. Seven to 14? Mm-hmm. used to be seven. Now I'm finding it's between seven and 14 before people, before you have any cred with people. So Because the, there's so many places. We, we exist in so many different places, don't we? You need to reach us in all of those places. That's right. It's not just on a phone anymore. It's everywhere. Yeah, that's right. So public workshops, um, I, I love doing the public workshops because people who, who come out from the public are always wanting to achieve, wanting to sell more. So they actually want to be there. So it's a great front line for your business. And, and also, it makes you feel like you're doing something. If, if no one's employing you you, you, you actually feel employed because they do keep you very busy because once the bookings come in, you've got to do the invoicing and you've got to do the confirmations and you've got to get the workbooks ready. And, well, and you, You're generating your own sales, generating more sales prospects, um, knowing that if you do a good job and you, you pull off the workshop, you're going to have a stream of income from there. Yeah, that's right. Um, those figures, incidentally, that I, w I was giving you were pre-GFC days. I think uh, I actually charge three ninety for a workshop now, so I need to get double the amount of people. 
but uh, I tend to keep it at 16 because I can give more attention to people. It's like a a school class size. Yeah, that's right. So um, you can do public workshops in a different way. You can do the free option where you have um, a one-hour or a two-hour seminar um, and where you're uh, promoting a bigger event, a weekend event. So giving them a taste. Yeah, that's right. So, of course, that's a lot of time commitment and a lot of cost because you've got to hire a seminar room, so you've got to be pretty sure that you're going to sell your big weekend event if you're going to do that. But it's very, very successful if you know how to sell from the platform. So (laughs) that is another skill that one has to learn in business is if you are doing speaking in front of a group, you've got to learn how to sell from the platform and get people to take action. And the response that you will get from a free workshop, the average, even from the best speakers, is 7% response from um, talking to a group of people. 7% will actually book for your big weekend event or, or do something further with you. It's not a lot. It's not a lot. So I'll give you an example. My son, who is doing his first Grow My Music seminar, so he did a two-hour event with his partner, and they did extremely well. I was really proud of him because they had 90 people on their free event on the first one. 90 people and they got 13 to book into the $2,000 workshop at the weekend. So that was more than the 7% by far. And so did you, uh, did you, the question here is did you coach and teach your son? Well, maybe not really. Something must have rubbed off along the way. I think he's, I think. I think he's absorbed it through the, through the DNA process after all these years. Certainly the phone skills. He's, he knows he has to answer the phone properly at my office otherwise. He's and, done and, for, for. and for his business, that's a great business skill that he's picked up. Absolutely. They've done really well. So, and they use the Philippines, like I was talking about before, to, um, to generate that list to market to. So it's really important um, to consider uh, another method of your marketing plan is to offer public workshops um, because that's uh, an income generation stream from the beginning. It can leverage other contacts. It can leverage sales of other products. Or you can use them as a free taster um, for something more to come for a, a bigger workshop and a, and a bigger sell. So that's really important for all of us to know. Thank you very much, Jenny. You've been listening to SME Radio and Sales Explosion with Jenny Cartwright. Thanks, Angela. <laughs> SME Radio is backed by the power of the SME Association and its 30,000-strong national membership. For more information on the association and to become a member, please go to www.smea.org.au. for listening to SME Radio. This is a shameless plug for an advertiser, sponsor or partner. If you want your business name here and to reach our more than 33,000 members right across Australia, then give us a call. You can reach us via the website smeradio.com.au. Thanks for listening. Welcome to SME Radio. You're listening to Sales Explosion with Jenny Cartwright, one of our resident business experts on telesales and marketing. 
And of course, she's presenting her series with us at SME Radio uh, on Sales Explosion, Essential Sales and Marketing Skills for Small Business. We know that small business is a growing area in the industry and that we need more skills, more education and certainly more motivation to convert our sales. Hi, Jenny. Hi, Angela. You've given us so many tips um, and secrets and insights into um, telesales and marketing world. And and of course, your business, Sales and Telesales Solutions, you've, you've been in business for 20 years. You know your stuff. You've done a lot of coaching, a lot of training. And what we're talking about today, we've, we've spoken about public workshops before, but today you're going to tell us some tips on those workshops and how to make them outstandingly successful. So it's another branch of what you do, another secret that you're sharing with SME Radio. So talk to us about tips for workshops. Okay, well, first of all, have a series of workshops because often when you call someone to invite them to come to one of your workshops, they can't make that date. Ah. So if you have a series of workshops, then you can book them into the next date. Right, give them choice. Save ringing them again. <laughs> so that, so that's, that's a great tip. So line up more than one date Yes. so that someone who wants to come has the ability to come. Yeah. And if you're sending out promotional material, say you're sending out a newsletter once a month or once a week, always have those dates down the right-hand column just latently sitting there. Because so upcoming workshops. Upcoming workshops so that people know what you're doing. They don't have to go looking for it or forget all that, that it's going to be happening or, or whatever. Have it on everything that you do. So pre-plan. Pre-plan those workshops. Those workshops. Now, my advice is not to book a seminar room and if, unless you need a very, very large one. Um, I actually usually have ones that just take 16 people. So I'm talking really here from my perspective now. But I never book a seminar room um, until I've got half the numbers, right. until I know that the thing is actually going to run. Because a lot of seminar rooms now, they will charge you cancellation fees and so you want to make sure that your workshop is going to run before you, um, you, before you actually Enough commit. to cover those costs. And there are always seminar rooms around. Like if you can't get the one you actually want because you left it too late to book, there are always others. <laughs> there, are, there are lots of um, venue abilities around. Um, you've just got to search them. And, and that's another database you should develop, isn't it? Alternatives, Absolutely. plan Bs of seminar rooms. Yes, that's right. So um, we want, you want to have like an email series to promote your event. So not like putting the same thing out all the time, but just get a sales copywriter to write things to enhance the people, your, your people to come to the workshop. Because you've got to make it exciting. Right? People have to want to come. Yes, they've got to actually want to come and give extra value. Always give um, something extra. So I always have things like come to my public workshop and you will get your script revamped for you after the course if you're not happy with it. Um, then I will send them my free tips letter every month and they get free email coaching for a month. So put your bonuses in for the workshop. So it's not just the value of the workshop, it's the extra value you get afterwards. So it's a no-brainer. And that really the bonuses are sometimes better than the, than the actual workshop itself. So don't be afraid to put the bonuses in, but make sure they're bonuses that don't cost you a lot of time and money. Um, but just make sure that people can see the value of those. 
make sure on your promotional material that you've got testimonials because people if they don't know you they don't know that what you've done um, put it on your event pages on Facebook um, and uh, make sure and, and on LinkedIn make sure there's um, people know when your events are put it on everything that you that you do now if people pay up front they can get an early bird so have an early bird offer on your workshop so that it encourages people to book a bit earlier and then you know how many you're going to be getting so are you talking about making it cheaper or giving them extra advantages you can do either or so they get a free ebook if they book early or they get um, uh, they get $50 off for booking early so we're something like that for some of the tips now to um, look at having a great workshop we're saying that don't don't book a seminar room too soon mm-hmm. um, wait till you've got about half booked yeah and then look around there's bound to be a venue um, so that you're not over committing in case there's a cancellation fee that's right always make sure that you have upcoming dates mm-hmm. on your newsletters or emails um, to show that people have a choice yeah. And if you are taking the time to um, do some telemarketing and ring people to get them into your public workshops, then having more than one date is an opportunity to spread people out and take advantage of the sales calls that you are making. Right? Right. So you're not wasting your time. And, and there's, because one date is very difficult to, to actually have people commit when they have a choice, um, they're more likely to book in. You're talking about having early bird offers and making sure that they do have offers or you do have something for when people do sign up or after the workshop to leverage things. Yeah. So that's that's really important. There's a there's a general kind of plan there. And you can have um, you know you, you can have three seats when you book two. Yep. That kind of thing to get people in as well. Yeah, bring if you, bring friends. If you if you're desperate for people. <laughs> um, well, yeah, especially bring if you're friends. new, especially if you're new to workshops, right? If you're if you're just beginning in this world and thinking about it, you really do want um, as many people to come as possible in order to promote the fact that you're running these great workshops. That's right. And record your workshop. If you've never recorded it before, record it so that you can then sell it to people in far-off places that don't have access to you personally. And then you've got the workshop on video as well. So it's it's another product to leverage and spin off from the one event. Yeah, so I've got an audio and a video of my public workshop. So people overseas can buy that. They can buy digital digital versions. But I'm still selling the hard copy versions more than the digital in Australia. Really? Yeah. Well, that's surprising. Yeah, absolutely, isn't it? It's surprising. My IT guy told me I shouldn't, I didn't need to have them anymore, but he was absolutely wrong. Yes, they're not always <laughs> right. These IT guys. Con- <laughs> Control Alt Delete isn't actually the solution for everything, apparently. That's absolutely right. So, so workshops are important, and you do find them they work for you. Uh, they're they're a really good way to promote my business because. Rather than getting on and trying to promote, you know, in-house training and coaching and whatever, having the, the public one enables individuals to come and vet you. Yep. Um, and as, as, as well as, you know, taking it on board for themselves. But they, they come and vet you and then they, they end up doing more with you. So it's like your showcase. Um, I used to do them every single month all around the country, and uh, that was pre-GFC days. Now I do it once every three months because I don't want to get bored with what I'm doing, and I'm and my 
audiences are, are different each time anyway. But with um, one, doing it once every three months is a great way to promote my business. And I said, as I said before, it makes you feel like you're really busy, <laughs> even if you're not. <laughs> because there's, there's, there's work to do with putting a workshop together. Absolutely. Yeah, there is work, but it's, it's very, very remunerative, as I said on the last session. So when you, um, you, you made reference to you were, um, had more workshops before the GFC, and now post-GFC, you're not doing them as frequently. But that's not that sales and tele-sales marketing isn't relevant today. Oh, no, absolutely not. But what's hap- what happened after the GFC is everyone started doing free seminars. Yes. To get yeah. people into the big event. Yeah. So the, the teasers. Yeah, that's right. right. And I found with my market, for some reason, they wanted the quick fix one-day workshop. That's what people wanted. So that's what I provide. Because they're time poor. Yeah. Um, and you do have the small classes available because you like to keep them to 16. Yeah. Um, which means they're going to get personal attention. And really, they're very reasonably priced for having almost um, dedicated um, specialist coach with your level of experience in the sales and telesales marketing world, showing them that, um, you know, converting sales and and all some of the secrets that you've been telling us in in the last few episodes of, you know, follow up, pick up the phone, do your spell check on email. Well, not making it too expensive enables more people to come. Yep. And I do get quite a lot of people who are paying for themselves as well as, peop- as companies sending them. So those who are paying for themselves are really good credit too because they really want to learn. Yeah. And they realize the importance of, of honing their skills. And growing their own business and making sure that they're presenting themselves in that professional, polished manner and making so- sure they have good first impressions because we've shared that before. Good first impressions are essential. Yeah. Following up is essential. Um, public workshops are a great idea, and the tips around that are plan your workshops, ensure that you um, advertise well and reach across all your social media platforms, leverage your database, leverage any products that you can sell from them, record them. Yeah. Record them, video them, package that, offer that out, and remember above all, above all follow up after the workshop. I imagine. One more thing. One more thing. One day before the event, confirm it. Absolutely. By email or by phone, even better. Even better. (laughs) But but if you send a confirmation of where it's at and the time and what's included, because a lot of people, they, they forget if you don't remind them. Yes, they do. Even if you put it in their diary, I'm guilty of that. Thank you very much, Jenny Cartwright. Sales Explosion, SME Radio. This is SME Radio, powered by Eagle Waves Radio and broadcasting from Vivo Cafe, Sydney. Want to reach more small business owners? We can help. Advertise with us and connect with more than 30,000 SMEs across Australia. smeradio.com.au